Ang episode na ito ay mula sa Usapang Econ Podcast. If you like what you hear, follow Usapang Econ on your podcast app for more discussions about how economics is all around us. Kunwari, ikaw yung tao na may kakaiba kang kink or may kakaiba kang Why? fascination. Like, kunwari, nagtitingin-tingin ka ng mga whip or latigo. <laughs> latigo? Bakit latigo? Hoy, rated SPG ka. <laughs> Today is a very special day kasi meron tayong bagong host. Isa siya sa members ng Usapang Econ Team at kasalukuyan niyang tinatapos ang kanyang PhD in Public Policy sa National Graduate Institute for Policy Studies in Tokyo, Japan. Walang iba kundi si Cherry Madriaga. Hi Jeff! Excited na ako at kinakabahan! <laughs> ano ka ba? Perfect host ka sa topic natin for today bilang ikaw yung budol queen ng Usapang Econ, no? Budol queen? <laughs> Bakit? Kailang kita binudol? Ano ka ba? Ikaw kaya yung dahilan kung bakit napa-add to cart ako ng bagong podcast mic tsaka ng coffee maker, di ba? Uh, excuse me, Jeff. May free will ka kaya. Kaso, marupok ka. So, kasalanan mo. So, kaya ba ako nandito kasi mahilig ako mag-online shopping? Yun na nga. And I'm sure marami ring marurupok na mga podcast listeners natin pagdating sa pag-add to cart, di ba? So, for today, pag-uusapan natin yung economics sa likod ng online shopping. Ako si Jeff Arapok. At muli, ako si Cherry Madriaga. At welcome sa Usapang Econ Podcast. Ang Usapang Econ Podcast ay proyekto ng mga batang ekonomista na naglalayong gawing mas fun, relatable, and understandable ang economics. Powered by Puma Podcast. Cherry, anong masasabi mo sa online shopping culture sa Philippines? Well, matagal naman ng addict sa shopping ang mga Pinoy, di ba? I mean, before the golden age ng online shopping, talagang makikita mo naman na may appetite ang mga Pinoy sa pagpunta sa mga shopping malls. Totoo yan. Lalo na pag may mga sale, di ba? Gaya nung SM 3D sale. Katapusan mo na pag dumaan ka sa Ortigas, di ba? <laughs> ah, true, true. <laughs> At saka, di ba, grabe din yung mga Pinoy pag may mga bagong stores na sikat sa ibang bansa na magbubukas. For example, yung grand opening ng H&M, Uniqlo, Forever 21, akala mo may concert sa haba ng pila. Tsaka, Cherry, nalalam pa ba, ba yung mga home TV shopping commercials nung bata pa tayo? Pag naghihintay ako ng anime, meron talaga mga infomercials like yung Rocket Chef, Silhouette 40, tsaka yung Abracket. Abracket. <laughs> diba? <laughs> uh, but wait, there's more, ba? Diba? Ganun yung mga linyahan dun eh. Siguro kung nag-work na ako ng mga panahon na yun, napabili na ako ng mga products na yun. <laughs> <laughs> Ang dami mong sinabi, Jeff, ha? Na-expose tuloy yung edad natin. Pero Jeff, ba? Diba, even before the pandemic, Talagang may momentum na ang online shopping culture sa Pilipinas kasi ang dami na ring leading retailers na nag-launch ng sarili nilang online stores. Isama mo pa dyan, Cherry, yung development ng mga sharing economy apps like yung sa Shopee and Lazada. Kumbaga, these apps provide a virtual marketplace where buyers and sellers can meet na mas nagpapadali nung market transaction. Hmm. Tapos ang maganda pa dyan, Jeff, Meron rin kasing system yung mga sharing economy apps na yan para ma-improve yung shopping experience ng mga tao. I mean, the apps are providing additional information para mas maging informed yung choices ng buyers. 
like customer ratings, reviews, and testimonials. Tapos marami ring algorithms used para magsuggest sa iyo ng goods na baka gusto mo ring bilhin. Bukod dyan, Cherry, diba? Napapababa din ng sharing economy apps yung hidden costs of shopping as compared sa pagsha-shopping sa mga physical stores. Mm-hmm. Kasi ako, nung bata ako, iritang-irita ako pag yung ate ko niyayaya ako mag-mall. Kasi diba, bukod sa mahaba yung time na kailangan mong i-allot para dun sa biyahe, yung ate ko, pasok siya ng pasok sa lahat ng mga boutiques. Guilty, so, guilty. alam mo yon. <laughs> so di ba pag alam mo na ang taas talaga nung opportunity ko sa pagko-compare mo nung mga items from different physical stores na papasukan mo sa mall eh sa sharing economy apps kailangan mo lang i-input yung keyword mm-hmm. for example cellphone case ang maganda pa pwede mong i-sort yung item in terms of color, price, brand. So, mas nagiging convenient yung shopping experience para sa mga customers. Pero Jeff, hindi natin madedenay na mas lalong napabilis ng pandemic yung paglago ng e-commerce sa bansa. Ito sabi ng DTI. So, by the end of 2020, may 88,000 na bagong online businesses ang nakapag-register sa DTI. And noong January to March 2020, bago yung quarantine, nasa around 1,700 lang yung registrations. Biruin mo, that's more than 50 times na tinaas ng number of online businesses. Ang laki, di ba? Well, of course, dahil yan dun sa mga lockdown tsaka community quarantine, di ba? Ang daming physical stores yung nagsara. And yung coping strategy ng ibang stores to survive is to go online. Mm-hmm. So, marami rin talagang establishment yung na-force na i-embrace yung online selling eh. Kaso nakakalungkot lang, Jeff, kasi may mga stores na hindi talaga kayang makasabay. And based sa rapid survey ng United Nations Development Program or UNDP last year, may around 40% ng Philippine businesses ang hindi kayang makapag-transition online and may mga small businesses na hindi equipped with proper knowledge or even resources para mag-shift to online selling. Na-mention nga to ni Competition Chair Balisakan early this year sa isang ADB webinar na nahihirapan yung maliliit na businesses mag-shift dahil hindi maayos or stable ang internet services. And hindi rin sila ganun ka-aware o may distrust sila sa mga digital services. Tapos isama mo pa yung mga local shops sa mga probinsya. Pero Cherry, speaking of small businesses or yung mga MSMEs na nagsa-struggle to adapt to the current situation, I think dito papasok yung role ng sharing economy mm-hmm. apps eh, gaya ng Shopee. Yes, at swerte tayo at na-interview natin ang Director of Operations and Business Intelligence ng Shopee, si Mr. Martin Yu. Here are a few snippets from our interview with him. So when we started out, our mission was really to make e-commerce as accessible for everyone. You know, I mean, you, you can look at that time, it was a very limited e-commerce. Um, I think our challenge then was to introduce Shopee to Filipinos because online shopping was just not seen as The norm, right? Very, very few people did it. And here we are, you just look five years later, it's become the go-to app for essentials. Regionally, we had 14 million sellers across the region. Both Philippines, I think it's about 1.3 million that are active Filipino sellers. And, you know, we're proud to be a platform that allows all these businesses to thrive, right? I really want to talk about what are the pushes we've done to make this the case. So we really, really focus on MSMEs and of course brands to grow their business online. 
We keep launching campaigns and partnerships with DTI. Recently, we had this Tatak Pinoy virtual fair, a national food fair. These are good examples that drive these communities, small sellers, to learn how to sell online because it's how they reach more consumers. We helped over 300,000 local MSMEs transition online at the beginning of COVID through our seller support package, which included a lower commission fees, operational costs, and increased sales and marketing support. Aside from transforming our MSMEs towards e-commerce, hindi rin natin makakaila na may positive spillover or externality sa mga secondary markets, like yung packaging and delivery services. Example na lang, si Food Panda, umakyat ang user base niya by eight times from last year bago ang quarantine. Ang restaurant partners naman niya by five times ang nilaki. Si Lala Move, three times ang increase sa orders from last year. Balikan natin yung interview natin with Martin Yu. If we talk about marketing strategy, I can break it down to four pillars. We have consumers, brands, sellers, and of course, the people. The people who comprise Shopee. So for consumers, we take this very hyper-localized approach and it's quite clear that Filipinos are very heavily influenced by celebrities, KOLs, and that's why we partnered with key celebrities. We need to convince them that e-commerce is the way to go. And what better way than to work with the likes of uh, Willie Revillame and Alex Gonzaga for our campaigns. And I think a lot of Filipinos, me included, <laughs> like to watch TV, which is why we are very focused on this when we do our marketing. You'll see a lot of our efforts on daily segments with Wawa Win and even our monthly TV specials with GMA7. Brands, more and more people are becoming reliant to e-commerce platforms for their needs. So in order to make sure that the products are available there, we, we want to work very closely with brands. So we, we want to grow partners with digital payments. So we, we worked with Shopee Pay campaigns so we can have payday sales. It's all about completeness. And a lot of it is building the tools for brands to reach out to their customers, right? And you could break this down to having brand-centric mega campaigns on Shopee Mall. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, 1010 is basically the festival for brands. And, you know, we have super brand days to provide partners with, you know, high visibility. It's basically a takeover of the site. You would see the whole Shopee branded by one of our partners. It could be like uh, the popular FMCG brands or, or even the phone brands. And it's all tools for them to connect to a wider audience. Sellers, when I say sellers here, the MSMEs, not the big brands. So again, this is very, very core to our platform. And it's really for us how to make sure that they are familiar with selling on e-commerce right? or selling online. Uh, so we have a large relationship manager base to handle sellers day to day. They can teach them and get them involved. The campaigns that we run, uh, we do seller master classes that teach us topics to sellers who really want to grow. Right? So it's a focus on education. And so these MSMEs become more confident the longer they work with us. Their business is growing and they see it really, really thriving. The people part, I think, is really important. I was touching how they're so involved in making things happen, right? And all of this is because we're very hyper-localized. It's us reacting. It's all done in the Philippines. Um, the other part of our marketing strategy is the people. And that's how we tie it all together. Interesting your marketing strategy ng Shopee, no? Although guilty rin ako na minsan pa-effect sa akin yung mga ganyan eh. Hindi ka naman nag-iisa, Cherry, no? I mean, lahat naman siguro, di ba? Ang dami ko kayang friends na laging may boodle hmm. finds sa mga 6-6, 7-7, yan, mga ganyang promos, di ba? 
Pero pag iniisip mo kasi, they're really playing with people's psychology talaga. Example, di ba ang dami nilang mga cashback, bundle promos, and people are drawn to it. From psychology at behavioral econ studies, napapansin na people are generally loss-averse. So, yung mga potential savings, na frame yan, na parang losses na ma-incur mo, kapag hindi mo agad sila inad to cart. Totoo yan. Tapos, ang galing din ng concept niyang 6677 promos na yan eh. Kasi, nakikreate ng engagement yan bilang people are already anticipating mm-hmm. these days para maghanap ng items na bibilhin nila, mm-hmm. di ba? Meron sa marketing na tinatawag na hook model. Are you familiar with that? Hmm. Jeff, pwede mong i-expound to para sa mga listeners natin? Sinasabi lang ng hook model na maaari mo ma-establish yung interaction ng user with the product by letting them experience yung tinatawag na four phases. Okay. So, ano yung first phase? Una is yung trigger to begin using the product. So, in the case of online shopping apps, magandang trigger itong promo dates and this will make people open the app. Okay, so next phase? The second phase is the action. So, in this case, the action is yung pagbubukas ng app which satisfies the trigger. Mm-hmm. Okay, yung third naman? So, yung third, mapupula tayo dun sa rewards. Rewards in forms of discounts and acquired points pag ginagamit mo yung app, di ba? And the last phase? The last phase is the investment phase that ultimately makes the product more valuable to the user because nagkakaroon ka na ng attachment dun sa paggamit ng app. Ah, okay. So, ibig sabihin, design yung mga apps na to para mambudol. Nag-work siya. Nakakainis. <laughs> ano ka ba, ba? Sabi naman nila, yung online shopping apps, gabay lamang sila. Meron tayong free will, so gamitin hmm. natin ito. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff, jokes aside, dahil relatively bago ang booming industry na to, meron din talaga mga apparent market problems, no? Totoo yan. In fact, may mga issues ng fraud sa ilang online shopping platforms kung saan nabibiktima yung mga consumers, eh. Mm-hmm. Like receiving substandard or faulty products, tsaka uso rin yung mga misrepresentation of products or deliberately na hinahide yung information about the product. For example, di ba may nag-trending nga sa social media, yung buyer, akala niya nakamura siya sa cabinet, tapos yung nabili niya, miniature pala, mas malaki pa yung Skyflakes, di ba? Ay, nabasa ko nga yan, nabasa ko yan. At sabi nga ng DTI, umabot sa halos 16,000 ang complaints against online businesses noong 2020. And noong 2019, wala pa sa 2,500 yung reklamo eh. Kaya daw na-propose ng Internet Transaction Act para ma-address yung issues on fraud sa industry. Pero Cherry, ha, hindi lang buyers ang nabibiktima dito. I mean, mm-hmm. for example, may mga sellers and riders na naka-experience ng fake orders. Di ba mm-hmm. ilang beses tong na-news? Meron yung news sa Manila na may limang delivery food riders yung na-scam. Ang inilagay na address is yung address ni Mayor Scomoreno. Ni oh. Mayor Scomoreno. So, ganyan na pa ang ina-expect nating dirty tactics and strategies na mga magkakalaban this election season. Fake orders. Actually, Cherry, pwede ko rin siyang gawin sa'yo eh. Pag naiirita ako sa'yo, orderan kita ng, <laughs> ng maraming... Ba- ba- basta pagkain, please. <laughs> anyway, may problem rin tayo on waste. 
yung increase ng plastic use and packaging. Concerning siya kasi dagdag na naman to sa landfills natin or it ends up in our oceans. Yung kapag nakakuha ka ng delivery, parang gusto ko na lang maiyak kasi ang dami-daming layers ng plastic. Parang gets ko naman kasi baka masira during transport kung di makapal yung gamit, pero balot na balot sa plastic, ang sakit kaya sa puso nun. And kaya rin may mga calls na to businesses na magbigay sana ng alternative for packaging. Meron rin namang mga retailers na sabi more eco-friendly, like made from honeycomb or cassava starch, pero sturdy ang kanilang packaging. Or pwedeng ibalik sa kanila para may reuse. Tapos Cherry, isa pang issue niyang mga sharing economy apps is yung data privacy. I mean, diba, if we are using this sharing economy apps, we are not just sharing our name, birthday, mm-hmm. address, bank details, etc. I mean, we are also indirectly sharing our preferences. Diba, mm-hmm. naka-harvest din ng apps yung mga products na binibili natin or kahit yung tinitignan mo lang. So, yes. wala lang, naisip ko lang, kunwari, ikaw yung tao na may kakaiba kang kink or may kakaiba kang like? fascination. Like, Kunwari, nagtitingin-tingin ka ng mga whip or latigo. <laughs> latigo? Bakit latigo? Hoy, rated SPG ka, ha? Hoy, grabe ka. Bakit? What if gusto ko lang magpastol yung baka, di ba? <laughs> pero, pero seriously, I'm just wondering, gaano ba kasi yung data na nakukuha ng mga online shopping apps sa mga users? Balikan natin si Martin Yu ng Shopee. It's a good question and I think it's something we take very, very seriously. It's ingrained in how we do our business. I don't think there's a big worry. It's very important to us. And that's not something we would want to lose trust on. The process that we've built is not to share or give this information out. It's, it's all about your privacy, your data is yours. Ah, so wala naman pala dapat ikatakot sa pagtingin-tingin mo ng dati go, Jeff? <laughs> okay, add to cart. Joke! <laughs> <laughs> not joke. <laughs> So Cherry, talagang binabago ng sharing economy apps yung online shopping experience dito sa Pilipinas, no? And I can see mm-hmm. na talagang nagiging mas exciting tuloy yung industriyang ito. There's no going back. Ang online shopping, andito na yan. Even after the pandemic, hindi na yan mawawala. And that's for both consumers and retailers. And for consumers, ang dali-dali, ang convenient, di mo na kailangan bumiyahe papuntang mall, tapos ang dami mo pang pwedeng pagpilian. And for retailers naman, small businesses, expanded rin yung consumer base nila. Pero hindi rin natin maikakaila na kailangan pa ng mas matibay na regulations tsaka protection laws para maprotektahan yung mga consumers at even yung mga sellers, di ba? Dahil nga, technically, medyo bago pa itong industriyang ito. So, kailangan talaga ng proper digital infrastructure para mas ma-facilitate ng maayos ang online shopping experience ng mga tao. At isa pa sa mga issues is yung data privacy. So talagang dapat mas mapaigting yung data privacy laws para maprotektahan yung mga gumagamit ng sharing economy apps na ito. Oo, Jeff. Para secret lang na may bala kang bilhin. Like yung latigo sa Pasko. Secret lang nating dalawa and our million usapang econ podcast listeners. Okay, sige. Bibilihan kita eh. Kasi yun yung iririgalo ko sa'yo. <laughs> You've been listening to the Usapang Econ Podcast, powered by Puma Podcast. 
i-follow ang Usapang Econ Podcast sa Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Sundan nyo rin kami sa aming blog sa usapangecon.com. I-like and i-follow nyo rin kami sa Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at LinkedIn. Maaari rin kayong mag-subscribe sa aming YouTube channel. Salamat sa audio editor ng episode na ito na si Mark Casillian at sa producer namin na si Trisha Aquino. Salamat din muli kay Shopee Director Martin Yu at kay E.E. Abhilina sa Panayang.